This is the Seven Figure Agency Podcast. Discover the strategies and techniques to grow a highly successful and profitable digital marketing agency with your host, Josh Nelson. Where we're interviewing highly successful digital marketing agencies from across the country on how they're growing their agencies, how they're landing clients, delivering world class results, and scaling their businesses. I'm super excited to be joined today by Mandeep Bala from Grow Nearby. He's built a multiple seven-figure agency serving the plumbing, HVAC, and home services niche. Uh, if you're excited, you're going to want to watch this video. So, man, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me here, Josh. I'm super excited to be here. So, for the, for the sake of the listener that doesn't know you yet, kind of give us a high-level overview where the agency sits today. How many clients? How much revenue? Like, what's the lay of the land? Sure. So our agency is like sitting right now between 75 to 80 clients across the country, like home service, HVAC, plumbing, electrical, garage door, Mm. now tree service. So all these like clients we have. And uh, when it comes to MRR, we are sitting, I think, close to 185 to 190K. So nice multiple seven figure agency. Fantastic work. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Of course, we always like to hear that you didn't start there. Um, And as I recall, um, a couple of years back, you were at the Roadmap Line, you were starting this thing. Kind of tell us a little bit about your journey over the years as you've grown the agency. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, I don't know if you know, like, you know, I born and raised in India, came to the U.S. Uh, in 2015 mm. with my wife. And uh, I was working at one of the agencies as a VP of And uh, I figured out, like, you know, I have to go above and beyond our home service industry. And... Uh, I, I was just like, you know, I have to go all in. So right before COVID, 2020, and no one had idea about like, what is COVID, what's gonna happen? I went all in in my business, which is like grow nearby and never looked back. And uh, I was at your event that was Roadmap mm-hmm. in March, 2020. And uh, that was a game changer for me. When I joined you guys, like, I'm all about like you know, relationships and vibe. And I always say your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. And that's how I attracted you, Josh, mm. and entire your know, seven-figure agency family. And uh, after that, like, you know, signed up with you guys. And obviously, there are so many strategies that you can deploy to take your agency to the next level. And uh, I've gone through with your all, like, you know, content, you know, uh, thoroughly and started applying those strategies. And, I would say the major thing was like, you know, from the beginning, I'm all about relationships and uh, producing content. And I'm, by the way, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee. And he was the one that was actually giving me boost to go on like, virtually. Like we connected. I met him like uh, this year twice, but I got like motivated through his content. And that, and I, and I was actually riding a bike in Tampa and uh, I was listening to his podcast. And he said that if you want to do something, do it now, flip a coin. And I had that coin. I still have that coin in my mm. wallet. I flipped that coin and it was tails. And I went all in my business and uh, producing content at mass level, like uh, in the form of text, videos, you have, to, you have to provide value. It's not, it doesn't have to be like salesy content, right? Mm. You genuinely provide value that you care. And, and I think the love that I have got like from home service industry, like I'm um, part of the events, running podcasts, uh, by the way, you should check out Born for the Trades, the home service podcast, and uh, just, part, just part of the community. And I think uh, that's how we get like a lot of business, uh, home service industries, like owners that reach out, 
without me reaching out to them and because we all are connected on facebook and that that is phenomenal if you provide value and uh, they, they see that you know you are genuine authentic they're going to reach out to you without you reaching out to them Excellent. so so great stuff i look forward to digging into this kind of how you're landing what the delivery looks like i'll kind of taking one step back you obviously you just focus on home services and you built the business in that. What made you decide home services and kind of a, a specialty around plumbing and HVAC? That's a great question, Josh. So I was actually connecting dots, uh, I think a couple of years ago. And then I figured my dad was into trade. My dad was into doors and windows business and I was helping him with his projects. I used to go out when I was nine year old. And I think for several years, like I supported him and uh, like completing those projects, like, you know, just being there, managing the, the technicians, installers. So I think that's in my DNA. Mm -hmm. So I connect the dots that I am serving home service industry because of my dad. And, he, he, and then I look at that, my wife and I, we came to the U.S. in 2015. And I was like part of like, you know, one of the companies, they were serving HVAC. But I saw you know, that you has to be you know, given to home service industry by going a little bit beyond. And uh, we started with HVAC plumbing, and then we added electrical, and then garage door and pest control. And it's, I think it keeps adding to this now. All right, so kind of started with this, this um, experience with your dad and kind of knowing the trades and knowing the challenges that they face. Yes. And so when it's time to start the agency, like, hey, I know this industry, let me, let me serve them at a really high level. So let's talk about the first couple of clients because you know a lot of our listeners are just trying at that startup stability phase kind of put yourself back into that mode for a second how did you land the first handful of clients in plumbing and hvac yeah absolutely so again i was part of that roadmap that you had it in march 2020 and um, i i was going through with the content like you know how to do like you know cold email cold calling by the way we never did cold calling but yes like you know reached out reached out to like, you know, potential like, you know, prospects, home service industry owners, that this is like, you know, what we do, but not just like, you know, a lot, I think I reached out straight on like Facebook and uh, they looked at like, you know, our, you know, what would we do, what we offer and what solutions look like. So that's how we got like, you know, initially from the connections, I mean, they knew me and, uh, and I think they trusted, they trusted uh, in my vision, in my company, and that's how we got started. I'm still grateful we're still working with them, and uh, I hope you guys are watching. But I'm I'm always grateful for the first two clients that uh, you know we got. So in your case, it wasn't just you know mass blast everybody you can get. It was reaching out in a very intentional way yes. to a very specific group of ideal prospects um, and forming those relationships. Uh, it kind of moved it up over time. Got those clients. Got some great results. Let's talk about how you're landing clients today. So if you think, you know, now you've got 70 plus clients, you've got a multiple set of agency, what's working best to attract clients? Because you, you made a big point that you don't like doing chase. You don't like doing, you know, outbound right. marketing. Right. How are you getting the clients to come to you pre-positioned? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So the way that uh, we started with like, you know, a couple of clients and no one, no one is like doing that, like traveling to the client, like, you know, location on their time. So we are traveling on our dime. I looked at like, you know, three years ago, you know, what if, if I can just like, you know, go out and spend a couple of days with them, do media footage for them 
and it's not about just the media it's all about relationships relationships go like you know beyond and uh, obviously we can leverage that uh, media on their website social media and we started with like couple of visits and then now every month we go out and visit at least one client a month mm-hmm. if they are located in like you know multiple clients located in one state so we do two couple of and the media that we get for the client the relationship that we build that is phenomenal and on top of that we get video testimonials we don't have any script it's all coming from our client's heart we just put them on camera and we ask like you know a few questions and we get that video testimonial and once we come back we share that video testimonial with the other prospects or they look at it on social media and you have to make sure that you put out that content where your audience your customer customer audience is there that's it facebook i've got i've got five prospects and 70% of them are home service industry so put that you know content in front of them and you don't have to reach out to them if they like your content your video testimonial is going to speak themselves and that's the one thing second the love home service industry all the big players out there have got a great relationship my team and i we go out and be part of the industry events so i speak at the events uh tommy mello joe crisera they have given a great path to just like you know present myself and my services and i think right now that's the second thing that we're getting you know a lot of business from the events third is like always wanted to provide value from the podcast so that was in my mind because it's connection with my dad that yes i'm on the trade and want to provide value and it's all complete value we never promote ourselves out there and we're bringing you know coaches mentors. and i think that's that's the one that really helped us it was totally uncomfortable doing it you know on camera podcast but you have to push yourself to take it to the next level you have to take yourself to the next level and i think these three sources we are getting you know these kind of business i love it so a couple of takeaways there for you guys right i mean a lot of us get these agency based clients and we want to serve them from behind the scenes right we want to you know on zoom and and kind of leave it at that what man was he decided to double down my personal investment for these clients traveling out to their site spending a day shooting videos creating content and again that has multiple touch points first of all probably most important to create good content for the client like to create content that you can use in your marketing second is it's creating more time and space for that client we're now man deeps face to face with the client he's seeing their operation he's understanding their challenges now they've got a, a tight relationship with man deep then he's getting video for the chicken used to to tell their story for himself right. right hey look we helped this client now they're ranking here now these are the results they're getting which is extremely powerful um, and then just the the social credibility right because sure. you're taking pictures of yourself after the site right and you're showing that you're doing this with the client and so the industry is now seeing wow, is really invested right. and is getting proven results right and it's a lot it's a lot uh, to be very honest but if you do just like you know once a month right once a month or maybe once a quarter that's totally fine it's up to you you have to plan out like your flights hotels like your calendar and on top of that like you know your schedule like as as the owner of the company i'm going out with my account manager video guy with with high end equipment flying drones it's a lot and on our dime it's a lot but at the end of the day it, it really helps like you know your client yourself 
and uh, you have to do behind the scenes, right? Taking, making sure the pictures and all you're sharing with, with, uh, with your audience right there. So it really helps. It's a lot, it's overwhelming, but at the end of the day, yeah, I think uh, this is definitely, I love doing the most and this makes me happy and we are getting good results. And I can say personally, we did this for years at as well. And yeah, you did that. It pays dividends having those relationships and spending that extra time. Um, as it relates to the 5,000 connections on this part, you know, that you're not doing cold outreach, but you have developed all of these personal relationships, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, was there an intentional strategy behind that, or was it just, you know, naturally those people connected with you? That, that's a great question. So, intentional and non intentional, both. Mm. So, initially, like, you know, I was sending out, like, you know, requests to the company owners, like HVAC, plumbing, electrical, in my free time, let's say if I'm having like coffee, and it automatically actually tells you if you are on Facebook, let's say you're serving landscape, and you might see like, you know, connections where you can add friends, like those are like landscaping owners, HVAC owners. Automatically, you know, Facebook is going to show you if you want to add, you can see mutual friends as well. So I did that. But now with the help of podcasts, with the help of events, then you see the content. When I travel and uh, you know meet everyone at the event, they just come for the selfies. They they, they say that man, he, we see you all over. Like you know, we don't even see uh, you know president of the United States. Like more, we see you. <laughs> so so that that's like you know funny thing. But yes, I think uh, it really helps putting out the content, and then they automatically send you. But in the last, like I would say, six or eight months. I'm getting the request, but that's my personal. But if we have, if we talk about our door nearby, we don't have a lot of engagement there, but we are producing a lot of content there. But we have to, so Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary talks about his new book is coming to trade the attention. So if you have like, you know, your audience is out there on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever they are, let's say if, if any, any of your niche, they consume a lot of emails, send out those emails, like, you know, providing valuable, you know, content to them. But for me, Facebook is a platform. Like, you know, that has been a game changer. Yes, we got the clients. We went deep with them, spend the time, right? We actually get that FaceTime with the clients. We'll connect on Facebook and where yeah. the clients are hanging out. And you mentioned something other, like I think one of the most powerful plays you can do to make yourself magnetically attractive, which is to get involved in the industry events and associations, look for opportunities to speak, stage time, money time, money time, and then connect with those experts those influencers, which you've done a masterful job at. Can you talk about like how you identify the groups to participate in and how you were able to land some of those speaking opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. I would highly recommend if you agency owners, if you're looking forward to having like you know, part of these like industry events, I highly recommend reaching out to the coaches, mentors. So if, if I want to talk about like, you know, the journey started with the events is Joe Cristero. He, he is the he is the man when it comes to sales coaching. And uh, and it was like, you know, in the HVAC space, which you're in, right? Yes, HVAC and yeah, other, right. and, and I was at the event and we become friends uh, at that event. And the way you have to look at it is maybe if you're running your podcast, invite them to your podcast. And again, it's all about relationship, build those relationships. And I think the opportunities will create automatically, but you have to have like, you know, those relationships with the, coaches, mentors, or whoever you think in your niche, that's that's something going to be good and uh, you can 
maybe do the podcast, right? It's going to be great to provide value and then send some maybe gift baskets or whatever you want to do, like, you know, just, just to share with them and meet with them. It's not just like, you know, dollar exchange. I would say like relationships over anything that, that really helped. And uh, that's what I would say, like, you know, that's uh, highly recommend in connecting with them. If you don't have like podcasts, that's totally fine. Just maybe have a, like in a Zoom session or if you are at the industry event, become friends. Today in our world, we have got, so when it comes to our employees, we have got 32 employees and we have got six referral partners. And there are like a couple of referral partners. We don't even exchange any dollar amount. They love us. They send, you know, clients our way. We love them. We send the clients their way. There's no dollar uh, amount exchange at all. There are like, you know, referral partners that you can see. That guy is really part of that this industry. But if, if you can just talk to him and if they can just send some business your way and there is no harm in giving them like, you know, good money, I would say you have to decide whatever, 10% of the deal, 20% of the deal, it all depends on you. But that is like, you know, more nurtured if, if they are actually sending, if any, mentor or coach in the industry they are very like and we have got a very good reputation and they are sending your way they are recommending josh nelson that means that that's a big thing and they're definitely going to talk to you already pre-positioned to talk to you and uh, learn more about your services love it great great insights there so i think a big takeaway here if you're listening and you're not active in the industry association and there's events happening in your across the across the country Every month, Mandeep's there, right? He's got his booth. He's looking for opportunities to speak. He's hanging out after hours. He's developing relationships with the key people, the coaches, the mentors that run these groups, um, and looking for joint venture opportunities, whether that's just reciprocal. Hey, I like you, you like me, or whether that's a financial relationship. Um, we know that you're basically just one joint venture away from a seven-figure agency or adding another seven figures to your revenue. Um, so I think when you combine all of that with your podcast, which you've done an amazing job with, thank you, born for the trades. Talk to us a little bit about the format and kind of how you how you get guests on that show. Sure. So again, like you know, we started this podcast I think in March 2023 this year, and we have got 38 episodes recorded. And uh, what we do is uh, we reach out again. If you have those like relationships with your coaches, mentors, industry leaders. Or the, or the owners of the company, those who have taken their companies to next level, $10 million, 20, or even two, because there are guys, those who are starting their business and any niche, they want help step-by-step step how to take their company from scratch to maybe a million, because that's, that's their goal. And uh, I highly recommend in getting in touch with your clients if, if they are if they're okay to be on your podcast and provide value, because Everyone is talking about the numbers, right? But no one talks about the journey. So we actually talk, we actually discuss and ask questions like, what was your journey? Like some emotional questions as well, because at the end of the day, what matters the most is like the journey, right? That is missing. And people really want to hear the story. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants their like story, how, how Josh Nelson like, you know, got to this point. And if you share your story, people are going to actually connect on the podcast on different platforms and that's how we we actually reach out and sometimes now it's like a lot of people reach out to us they want to be on our podcast but i would say hit your list uh 
not just like you know cold email or something they're just getting on a call with them sending a message is it okay if we can have you on our podcast that will be that will be amazing to have you and and most of them they'll say yes yes to it and i highly recommend keeping it from like 30 minutes to 40 minutes earlier we have done like 60 minutes but a lot of people they want to actually listen while they are driving start the best i would say 30 minutes to 40 minutes is like ideal people would listen and our podcast distributed on all the platforms spotify google uh, apple tuning in and if you were like searching for home service podcast i think on apple we are coming like second or third nice and uh, so but yeah i think keeping it like 30 to 40 minutes that's ideal and uh, planning out in advance a lot of lot of work is done behind the scenes it's but if you have like framework like josh you have like amazing framework step by step mm-hmm. how to run that podcast what kind of gear how to run it how to stop it and how to publish it like publishing is the main thing you have to put that content in front of your audience so full format can go on audio platform and youtube but chop them into reels like so my video guy he is amazing i don't have to tell him he automatically like thinks that this this pod was like amazing that can provide more value and he chops like four reels from one episode and we publish it on like a different platform love it so using a podcast as a mechanism to do a couple things number one to get relationship like you mentioned at the beginning how do you align with these influencers well if you get a podcast you bring them on and you interview them and you yes. get to know them a little bit that gives you a relationship because you're actually adding value to them because you're putting them out into the universe and kind of putting them up on a pedestal but then it also helps you create content right that right. you can have long form short form everything in between um and then you can also feature your most successful clients right you can feature prospects that maybe have just done really well within the industry right um, i think ideally in, in the growth system you can do one webinar per month and you can do at least one podcast episode per month sounds like you're doing a lot more than that what's your frequency uh, with your podcast right now so every wednesday without fail uh knock on the wood <laughs> we have like a consistency every week we publish our podcast on wednesday at 9 a.m. uh every wednesday and uh it's a lot of work you have to plan out if, if even if i'm traveling i'm going anywhere doesn't matter if i'm traveling i have my gear with me i do the remote podcast without my studio so i do that and i have done that to make sure that consistency is there because a lot of people not depend on they they look out for your when when is the next episode coming and you don't want to disappoint them and i made that public announcement like i think in jan or feb that we're launching our podcast in march and i think that made uh, me and my co-host like you know accountable to make sure that we qualify we hunt for all those like you know guests and uh, so i think that that is major accountability make sure that you post like every week on social media and i think your audience will be addicted to because they get value from that 100% is it is the format always an interview or is it sometimes you teaching or is is it every time you're interviewing somebody asking a series of questions so we we don't have uh, we don't have any series of like you know same questions every podcast has different questions so sometimes we have read books about the speakers about the guests and we have done a lot of research and we don't want to ask the like repeated questions so we come up with like you know different questions according to the guests according to their journey and it's a lot of work but you can stick to like you know 
some format as well. There is no harm in that. You can ask those like repeated questions, but we do a lot of uh, you know background prep work on the, prep, on the, prep, on the prep. back end. Yes. So it's always an interview. It's not you teaching. It's, it's always, always. And so any tips because you've got your expression service where you can help convert a long form piece of content into short form. Any tips on how to chop that up, or if, if they want to learn more about having your remote real service? Yeah, absolutely. So what I highly recommend is first of all start start now like start with your podcast and like Josh said like you know maybe at least a one webinar a month and one podcast a month we do four a month I know it's a lot but get comfortable maybe start with your you know couple of clients and see how it works out and then start producing long form content on all those platforms hire maybe you you can hire a virtual assistant there are. There are so many platforms available, like you know, Fiverr mm-hmm. and uh, maybe from Philippines. But I have like you know, my video guy here in the U.S. in Florida. But you can definitely take these this help like from these platforms, and they can edit it for you. But you have to write step by step SOP. This is what you're looking for, so that you know your video guy has expectations, right? That they have to chop, let's say, four reels or six reels uh, from that like you know, video. And I think uh, that will be a great start. And uh, when you said about uh, remote reels, we are offering remote reels to home service industry and agency owners as well. If you guys are running, let's say, podcast, we, we can, you can send the files to us and we can convert into short form. And we can edit the full long form as well. That's what we are doing for the home service industry. We are doing remote reels because they don't have podcasts. Or you, if you see the engagement versus photo versus reels, reels are like phenomenal. Everyone is using these micro video platforms, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, and Instagram Reels, and uh, and people they, they they want to actually watch less than sixty seconds. It has to be thirty to sixty seconds for reel. Excellent. And where would they learn more if they want to learn more about the remote reels? I would say grownearby.com. Uh, you guys can reach out or I'm on like Facebook. You can reach out to me and I'll connect you with my video guy. This is what we are doing. I want to achieve his dream. So he's he's doing a lot of work and I want to achieve like, his goals, his dreams. And uh, he's doing most of the work. And uh, reach out to me on Facebook or you know grownearby.com. Would love to help and we'll connect with my video guy. Excellent. All right, so we talked about how you land clients. We talked a little bit about kind of the, the positioning work that you've done. Let's talk a little bit about the program and kind of what your service offering looks like. When a plumbing HVAC home service company hires you, what is the what is the typical program look like? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, four solutions. Earlier we had like three solutions. Now we have like four solutions: scale, grow, dominate, and now we have another one: conquer. And and those solutions all are very strategically designed according to the annual revenue of the home service company. So scale solution, we have, we, we are not, right now we are maxed out on pay-per-click. So we don't offer pay-per-click services and we don't offer Facebook ads. We are website and organic when it comes to LSA, website, LSA, and uh, organic GPP, uh, social media, that's what we do. But we have like, you know, if scale, if the company is half million to one million, we offer scale solution so that they can afford for the website and for the monthly marketing. And then we have growth. 
If the company is doing 1 million to 2 million, we have that growth solution. Dominant companies, those are in the range of 2 to 5 million. So we have you know, services or organic. It's going to be good for the long term. That gives you compounding results for the domain. And then the companies which are more than 5 million. And uh, these are the four we have. More organic. Excellent. So all organic, getting them right, tapping into the, the inbound search plus social media. Can you give us an idea of price range for these packages? Yeah, absolutely. Our scale, our scale solution starts from 2000 and conquer 7,500. Okay. 2000, 3000, and 5000, and 7,500. Excellent. Now, look how you have it broken down by size because it's like, hey, at this size, this is what you're going to need. Yeah. So this is what we're going to bring to the table, and it's, it's more expensive because there's more delivery. Yeah, more num number of tours, more like, you know, content. I think we write 50 pieces of content in conversation. So you can imagine the work that you know, we have to put in to get you ranked in uh, Google Maps and, uh, you know, on Google Platform, SEO. So, yeah. Very cool. Okay, so let's talk, let's talk about retention. So you've kind of grown to this 70 plus. You've got multiple seven figures in, in, in annualized revenue. What are some things you do in order to retain the clients and keep on board? We know how tricky that can be in the in the home services space. Right. That's a great question, Josh. Like, uh, and you know, in agency world, a lot of things going on. You have to take care of your clients, team, different requests, campaigns, a lot of stuff going on. My main goal, like from the beginning, was to go above and beyond for our clients. And how can we do that? Like making sure that you know my account managers are always available like via email, text, phone call, Zoom, and making sure that you know any request comes in, they fulfill it. And our each account manager, by the way, we have changed our name, account manager to CSM, client success manager. And each CSM is taking up to 25 accounts, no more than that. Because if you give more accounts, let's say you have like hired one account manager and you want that person to handle like 30 to 50 accounts, it's, it's not realistic. You gotta be realistic with the numbers because if they go uh, beyond 25 clients, it's a lot of requests and they, they're gonna start dropping the balls, right? You have to make sure that you know you hire someone, train them pretty well with your vision that you have to go above and beyond for your clients and to get the results. And they have to be very, very strategic as well. What's working? Keep doing more of it. What's not working? Let's reallocate to something that is working. And always learning the best practices. So, no more than 25 accounts to, to the CSM, and that, that has been a game changer because our account managers, CSM, they are laser focused on the like retention, results, and the bond relationship. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Excellent, great tip there. And then, like kind of in your world, the account manager is managing those relationships with the clients, keeping the client engaged, limiting it to 25, so they don't get overwhelmed. Yes. So they don't wind up having too much going on. Right. Right. Yeah, that, that's something, you know, I think uh, worked out pretty well, like, you know, from the beginning. Now, we have four CSMs right now. We have hired, like, two at the same point to see, like, you know, how this is going to roll up. I was part of, like, industry events. And want to make sure we have, like, a backup. And uh, I know they are getting, like, accounts now. But it's, it's okay to invest in, in your CSMs in advance because you can see that this is coming and make sure you train them pretty well and track what they're doing 
and uh, have like some you know pop quiz. We just started doing that, mm. and uh, our CSMs they have scored pretty well. So I'm proud of uh, all my CSMs and my team. Very nice. And when it comes to retention, you kind of touched on all the key things, right? You've got to have a great onboarding process. Then you've got to kind of re report to them on a consistent basis, yes. make sure that they're somewhere there. And then you've got to build a team. And you're in that place right now where you've built that client success management team underneath you, which is fantastic. Um, any tips on where you find good CSMs or kind of what's worked for you to recruit that type of role? Yeah, absolutely. Before that, I want to add one more thing that in every company, your interpreter or I would say implementer, like operations is the backbone. Without operations manager, yeah, nothing is going to happen. So I'm so proud of you know, our operations manager and uh, she's going above and beyond making sure that all the departments are synced, whatever the work is being assigned gets done so that, you know, account managers, like, you know, they don't have to worry about the fulfillment, making sure the timeline deliverables are like, you know, are met on time. That's definitely, I highly recommend investing. If, you, if you're wearing, I used to wear multiple hats and uh, I, I decided to, you know, bring one implementer you have to you have to hunt you have to do a lot of interviews you have to set the expectations but if you get one yeah make sure you you take care of that person that's going to be a game changer for your agency so yes your, what was your question about csm how to how you how you recruit those types of talented people that could step in and, and do a great job to retain those clients sure number one strategy always there on my list and i'm a huge fan of linkedin so we have created all those like job descriptions for designers, developers, same for CSMs. And I want my CSMs to work and sit in my Tampa office. And we have like, you know, created that JD job description. And you just like interview, like in a lot of people, ask like questions in advance, maybe a video, if they can send like, you know, what do you call like, you know, the, the initial video, video ask, video ask, you can use that so that you can get to know, okay, this candidate looks good so that you can move forward with the round one. And uh, we have like you know, two rounds and then another final will be with the leadership. And then we have like, you know, uh, some tests, which is like, you know, Kobe index, A index, and we have like a couple more index, uh, like, you know, I think we, we follow. But, but this is the like step-by-step -step LinkedIn, huge part of LinkedIn, you can spend, I think, Fifty to sixty dollars per day. Let's say if you are in uh, Michigan, Tampa, wherever, it's worth it. You can run for five days and you have like hundred applications out there, and then you can stream them, and uh, it's definitely a game changer. LinkedIn and for other roles as well. Excellent. So some good tips there on how to attract account managers. Talk a little bit about scale. I think this is important. You know, you've gone to multiple seven figures. You're doing a great job for the clients. Um, how did you think about the growth of the team? You mentioned that first role being that operations implementer. Um, kind of what, what, like what has the scale of the operation looked like for you, and what positions did you hire in what order? So yeah, that's that's again an amazing question. I would say it's going to really help uh, other agency owners. When I started, I had like one designer, one developer, and uh, I would say like you know a couple of uh, you know team members in SEO team, and we used to outsource uh, content to the US writers. That's how that's how I started. And then once you once you start getting more clients, you have to think about it. You, you cannot do all that work. And I think I think a lot of like you know agencies already think they can do they can run paper click ad, 
they can do social media posts, but it's a lot. You won't be able to focus on scaling your business to the next level, and then you got stuck. Let's say if any client leaves, and then you know it's going to be very challenging to bring another one and do the fulfillment by your own. I highly recommend investing in resources from day one, and uh, just scale it. If you think that you know you're getting like maybe five or six clients in one month or two months, plan in advance that you need you need another designer, you need another developer. The one thing that uh, we had like you know a lot of challenges with with the PM project manager, and now we have got an amazing project manager that is like good with the numbers, with the timelines. How many days is going to take to knock this project, and uh, what design? How many designers is going to take to complete? Uh, you know these projects. How many developers? So it's all about math. You have, and this guy is uh, PMP certified, project management professional, and you have to look for those people so that you don't have to dig into what's going on because they know how it works and they know how to manage the team. But start investing in the resources if you see that. Coming. So keep adding those resources. I think it's critical what you said there. You know, oftentimes it's the agency. We think, you know, I can do the website, I can do the paper yeah. click, I can do the Facebook. Um, and to really grow and scale to multiple seven figures in the time that someone like Mandeep has, you can't think of yourself as the web person, right? You got to take off that web person hat and be the executive, the CEO in the business. And, and Mandeep's done a great job with this. And that he figured out, okay, who do I need that can do this? Starting with that project manager and then getting those positions filled. And so not only is Mandeep not writing the content or doing the SEO optimization, he's not managing that process either. He's got a, a project manager that's great at that, that he's placed in that role. Now, of course, he's bottom line responsible at the top right. to make sure it all gets done well. But Mandeep's not even managing it, right? And, and to scroll and scale your agency, Take yourself out of operations, yeah. then take yourself out of account management, then take yourself out of sales. Are you still selling on the phone, or do you have a sales team as well? I, I have like you know one salesperson, nice. and she's amazing. And what I do is I get on like you know strategy sessions, still, I, because that's that's the part that I love the most. And if I don't do that, what I'm gonna do? So <laughs> so I feel like you know I I, I love uh, you know creating roadmaps. And uh, right now we have done so many roadmaps like you know digital marketing roadmap for 2024 in advance and uh, my salesperson she she runs discovery calls mm. and making sure you don't making sure that you land like you know good clients when i say good clients means you have to they have to you know your life right so that we can work together they can collaborate if you land any client and all your team is just focusing on that project it's a nightmare and uh, we do PETA score. Can I talk about that? Absolutely. Okay. So earlier we used to call, I used to call it mindset qualifier while, you know, doing the discovery calls and strategy sessions. Now we do PETA score. I don't know if you guys know about PETA, but yeah, pain in the ass uh, scores. We do that. And if any prospect is out of two, two out of, out of two uh, from five, yeah, we don't want to like, you know, work together because a lot of, a lot of issues can come that I, I think we can feel we have seen in the past. You have to make sure that they collaborate. They listen to your ideas, recommendations, and they are patient. If they are not, yeah, because you can't you can't have results overnight. A lot of lot of work goes into websites. You know, Josh, like creating, designing, develop, development, content, 
and then SEO kicks in after once we launch the website. So it's a lot of work. You have to make sure that you qualify your clients where they can collaborate and they have trust in you that you will deliver the results and make sure that you have case studies, video testimonials to showcase. So I highly recommend doing that. Yeah. So what I said, there's a, like a hidden trick here, right? On your, when you're growing and scaling your agency, you get to choose who you work with, yes. right? And client selection will make or break your agency, right? Because if right. you're taking PETA clients, you know, they're, like, they're less than half a million dollars, they're paying the neck, they have these crazy expectations, they're not willing to invest in their marketing, and you build your business with PETA clients, you're gonna fail, right? You're gonna have clients that are constantly churning, your account managers are gonna get burned out, they're gonna wanna quit, and so really smart on your end to say, hey, look, this is the minimum threshold. We're gonna be at least three or higher on our PETA scale, and that's the kind of client that's gonna appreciate you, that's gonna stay long-term, that's gonna refer you to others, right. that will be a testimonial for you, that your client account managers can have great relationships with, and not be like, I can't stand the people we've gotta work with here. And so be intentional with who you let be a client. Right, yeah, you have to be, be intentional about it, because otherwise your account managers, your team, everyone is gonna suffer the most, and uh, it's, it's not worth it. It's always good to qualify in advance and ask those questions and if you want like you know i can share it but it's it's in our it's in my head it's in my sales like you know she she is running those discovery calls she knows now like what what questions we have to ask and uh, sometimes you know you can't figure out on the discovery call that maybe they can just like you know say yes like you know they want they want to work with us but you gotta qualify once you spend one hour one and a half on the strategy session you get to know about your prospects more into deeper by asking a lot of you know, micro questions and then you can qualify. Maybe you might not qualify on the first discovery call. That's another tip that I would like to share. Yeah. yeah. Love it. I like that you know, you've used the industry vernacular well. So in the industry, uh, in plumbing HVC, what do they call the person that answers the phone? A CSR. CSR, right? And so yeah. you've called your account managers Client success managers or client success representatives to kind of use that same lingo. Yes, they're exactly using the same lingo, and you have you have to dial in, and you have to give that experience, like world class experience. You, Josh, you always talk about, you know, when when you onboard any client, give them world class experience, like you know, for the next two to four weeks or six weeks, like give them all those updates, making sure your account managers are giving those updates. Though if there is no call like scheduled. Just like sending maybe emails, like your local listings are done, content is done, design is ready for, for So all these things matter. And I think people buy from emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they want to see like, you know, how your company is connected. And are you really understanding what is their goal? Not just saying like, okay, give me $5,000 and we're gonna make it happen for you. But what's the strategy? Understand the goals. If they, are, if they have any of your niche, any client has done two million. This, if they are facing two million, ask them what's their goal in twenty twenty four for the next twelve months. They might say like ten million. That's not realistic. So just ask those questions. What's your realistic goal? So two point five. I would say yeah, that's doable. What are the strategies that are involved? And then you have your packages. So we call it solutions. Then you can say like growth solution is perfect, but dominate is perfect because you are on, you're facing two million right now. You should do dominate solution because that has like more activities, SEO keywords, content, social media. That's how you're gonna achieve your 2.5 million goals.
And I think that's really, really important to be very, very strategic when you talk to your prospect and understand the data and ask those related like you know questions. Love it. Great, great stuff. So we talked about why you chose the niche. We talked about how you positioned yourself to get clients to come to you. We talked about your program, kind of how you scaled the team, the operation. Um, if you have one last piece of wisdom for that agency owner, you know, regardless of where they're at, they're, they're half a million dollars per year, but they're trying to get to the next level. What would that what would that piece of wisdom be? Yeah, absolutely. I would say number one will be like, you know, I'm always about like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm. Be part of the group. Be part of the community. And it's not just like, you know, you're just getting the information and you're just going to just like, you know, go through the content implement. You have amazing people. And I'm so proud to be part of like Josh. And I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for the beginning when I when I met you at the roadmap. And uh, there is a lot of content. Sometimes it's very difficult, but in your A player, they can learn about like, you know, what, what content is planned out by Josh to take your company to the next level and be part of the group, like-minded people. I still have my friends, like, you know, and I've got amazing friends, like, you know, from Seven Figure Agency, so many. So I don't want to name it. But so, <laughs> so, don't leave anybody out, right? Yeah, so, so many, but you learn a lot, you hang out, like, you know, I, I come like three times a year, I try to, I miss, I miss last, last one, but definitely I'm not going to miss uh, next intensive, which is happening here in uh, Miami and hang out with the like-minded people, where they are, where they are at their, in their agency, what exactly, they, what kind of strategies they're doing. And they are ready to help each other. And that's the help. Chris Rodriguez uh, from Tampa, like, you know, Tony, and I visited their office with my A players and we got like you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, we, we were struggling with and these guys have helped us. And that's, that's what like, you, know, you get from this kind of community. Be part of that yeah, seven figure agency for sure. Josh Nelson is a great, great, great human being. Awesome, man. Well, hey, congratulations on your success. Thanks for traveling to Miami to be part of this. Uh, if, if they want to connect with you and kind of connect and get to know you better, what would be the best way? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can connect on Facebook, Mandeep Singh Bala, or you can reach out to me, Mandeep at GrowNearby.com. And I would say that's, that's the best platform. And I would love to help you guys uh, with the media plan that we go out and what we do and any strategy like media, like I would say video content, start producing content today. You know, be real, be authentic. And I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but once you do five, seven, 10 videos, it's it's a game changer and uh, start producing content today especially video content awesome well great stuff man thanks for being here thank you thank you for inviting me thanks for listening if you've got follow-up questions post them in the in the chat here mandeep and i will do our best to answer them as we as we get them and uh be sure to tune in for the next episode of the seven figure agency thank you thank you